Stonecutters Podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catlett. In the building. In the building. <laughs> Will, uh, let's start off. Uh, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for that um, the positive response that everybody's rushing and signing up for the class and the feedback has just been amazing. Um, so if you just join in the Stonecutters podcast and talking about the class that I just released. Shared experience. In, shared experience. Shared experience. Shared yeah, experience. Uh, that I released called Breaking the Industry with Will. And uh, it's just been amazing that, you know, people say that it's a, a worldly message, meaning that it can hit different pockets. It's not just about acting. It can go to an engineer and go to a, a person who will make a shoe or uh, the nine to five person or, you know, someone working at the airport because it, it's all about service. And uh, it's been amazing, you know, just to hear the feedback. And I'm grateful for all the people who stepped out and decided even in this time that they want to invest in their future. And that's what we talk about on, on a Stonecutters podcast all the time, Aaron and I. It's about taking the risk. It's about jumping into it, not even though the environment or the situation may not seem to be an ideal situation to birth something in, you still jump out and say, nah, it's going to be an ideal situation for me. So that's what I'm grateful for, brother. What about you? Movie star, uh, <laughs> you know, producer, editor, just dropped your, you know, your Tom Sachs uh, shoe thing. So. Uh, what I'm grateful for uh, is the positive energy and support the, that folks have been showing me uh, watching the short film that I, just put together last week called uh, 100 Days, uh, a film about overshoes. And uh, it's, I'm grateful to be in a position to, to be able to, to release something like this when some folks are, you know, having a hard time making ends meet. And I'm able to you know, put something together like this. I'm, I'm extremely thankful for having a job that, that provides me enough financial support so that I can do this. My wife, my, you know, my friends, folks like you that inspired me. Uh, I'm grateful for all these things. So yeah, man, um, the video is, it's available on YouTube. It's available on Instagram. You just search 100 days, a film about overshoes. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's my baby. Like, uh, you know, different kind of baby, but it's a, it's a film and I'm so proud of it. And, uh, yeah. So let, let's just, uh, segue real quick to, um, we both finished and completed something and we have so many listeners who are finishing and completing things or on the road to finishing and completing something. So what is it that you feel right now? You know, you put it out into the world. There's no re-edit. It's in the world. How did you feel about that completion? Uh, for me, the, the entire project was probably like a 16-month project from the initial idea to releasing the film on YouTube. And um, so I'd say at the end of the film and having it released, it feels like 
you won the championship. It feels like you finished a marathon. All of the hard work and energy that you put into it, 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 it comes out. You feel alive. Um, mm-hmm. You feel like you can, you, can, you can conquer the world because you've, you've done your best work. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be done until you know that it's, that it's the best. And, it's, it's, um, and then to get feedback from it and to get it, just one person needed to watch it. And that's all I needed. But I've also just gotten energy from people reaching out to me saying, hey, I watched this and it, it gave me life and it gave me energy to start something and to kickstart that project that I had been working on. So it's, it's, it's pride. Like it's, you just pride, proud of your work, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, it's, I mean, positive energy, happiness, the, the sense of accomplishment is, it's overwhelming. Wow. That's wow. what I would, that's what I would say. Wow. What about, um, did you feel anything inside of yourself? Like, okay, I put this into the world and what if it's, what, if it's not received the way I want it to be received, did you have any of those feelings going on? No, I made this for myself. And <laughs> okay, go ahead, keep talking. I mean, from, from, and we can dig a little bit into the process here, but this, this is something that I made myself and mm-hmm. the people that helped me with this did so willingly. And they knew that I was going to, put my spin on it. You know, mm-hmm. I was going to, I was going to make it and create it and turn it into something. So it, it's just like anything that we create me and you, like we're putting it, we, we make it not only to make it, but also to, for it to be, become something later on, mm-hmm. you know, creating a website on its own isn't really a big deal, but when you start adding your jobs to it. And when you start adding to the portfolio and it starts getting bigger and bigger, well, then building the website was important. So mm-hmm. for, for me, creating a film and putting it out on YouTube, it does so many different things for me. It, it builds experience. I've never had a YouTube channel before, so I had to learn how to make a YouTube channel. I created a video. I had to learn that to post a video more than 10 minutes long, you have to have your YouTube account verified. Um, I, I had it written down in my notebook here and I was like, I wanted to use popular songs mm-hmm. in, the, in the film. And I started reading all these things about fair use and copyright and YouTube has these algorithms that if it's listening for music and it'll just block your video. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to make my own music. And the, the, the act of, 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 of putting it out on YouTube and creating a film, it, it's, it's this creative problem solving that, you know, as you go along, you sort of figure these things out and the vision changes slightly and, you know, being under quarantine or being locked down or being, being, having to stay at home was also just like this, this catalyst for me to finish it with, with what I had around me to just like the, the, the pandemic that we're in right now inspires me to to want to do this and finish it right now so that mm-hmm. when we so that when we're when we're past this we can look back and say look at look what was what we were able to do with limited resources what we were able to do when we didn't have the the things that were that we're accustomed to using so it's like you get what i'm saying yeah i definitely get what you're saying so uh you're you're saying that the obstacles that were 
in front of you breeded more creativity to figure out how to problem solve and to get things done. Absolutely. And uh, during the creating the film, you know, like I learned things where you don't want to hold your phone this way to shoot film. You don't want to hold it straight up and down like we normally do. You want to hold it in the landscape mode so that the film, mm -hmm. so that the film that you capture on your phone is, it, it goes across platforms and it just, and it looks more uniform versus when it's this straight up and down. Um, other parts of the film, like the, the document, the, mm -hmm. the, the document that's in the film, like I had to, I had all of these ideas and I needed to condense them down onto a sheet of paper. So that's rewrite after rewrite after rewrite. It's picking words that are more compact and condensed that are getting straight to the point. But then there came this point when I had the sheet of paper and I started writing it out and I just, as small as I could write it and as, as best as my handwriting, I could just couldn't get it all to fit on the paper. So then I went back to my computer and I typed it out with a font that looked like a typewriter because that's Tom Sachs is a typewriter that he types everything out and then he cuts it and then he puts it into a copy machine to zoom it down or to blow it up to make it look bigger, look small. So I did it on my computer. And then I printed, mm -hmm. I printed out all the words and then I cut them and then put them on the copy machine and then shrunk it down so I could fit more words onto the document. It's, it's creative problem solving. Wow. Wow. So now in the process of a 16 month process to create a hundred days, at what point or is there a point where you wanted to give up? There was plenty of times when I didn't think that it was going to happen or uh, I probably want to say up until about two months ago, I didn't have an ending. I didn't, mm -hmm. I, I knew that I wanted to have a film that talked about wearing your shoes and, and improving your shoes and personalizing them and taking the stairs and teaching people, you know, about things. Like I had a film idea like that and I knew that it was around the overshoe and I had all this film that I had put together, but I didn't know how to finish the film. And at a certain point I was just like, yeah, well, why don't I just cut up the clips and put them out on YouTube individually? And they're just like these 15 or 30 second clips of me just doing wild stuff. So I definitely wanted to quit. Mm. There were times when the, I'm doing everything on my phone. So I'm using iMovie on my phone to put this whole film together, to edit it on my phone. And there were a couple times when the phone just crashed or you, you're, you're editing a, a file that has a hundred different scenes in it. You're moving them all around and then you go to save it and there's no space on the phone. Mm. So, so, you know, there's, there's, there's all these different obstacles that, that jump in front of you and when you when you finish it and when you complete it you're reminded of all of these different obstacles and hurdles that you had to get around to get to where you were for you to listen to the music i had to go into the laundry room you know after my daughter went to sleep and turn on the microphone and turn it up really high and then like get this buckle and like click it and unclick it 50 times so that i could get you know a sound bite that I could mm -hmm. then sample and put it into the music. So it's like all of these different things that I had to do to, to bring them together. It, it just makes it a, a much more enriching story. You know, the, to, to change subjects for a second, it's, it's very similar to when you're sharing experiences, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're sharing examples from the journey. 
Right. You no, know, and you're and you're and you're taking people down the path, and you're showing them you ran into a problem, and then how you creatively worked around it to become successful, or to or to to come out on top, or to share your creative vision, like you know any of those different things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you say to somebody that you know is listening to this right now? You know, this is Stonecutter Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, Google, Apple. Um, what do you, iTunes, you know, what, what, what do you, what do you say to somebody who says, man, that sounds real good, Aaron, it will. And I'm so happy that you completed your shared experience. I'm so happy that you got your hundred days on YouTube, but I have no fire. Um, I just have no fire to create something right now. I want to create something, but I just can't seem to get out of the bed. The, so this is really interesting because um, the film that I created has, it, it, it's influenced heavily by Tom Sachs. The Tom Sachs is an artist who lives in New York. Um, he's had a few collaborations with Nike. He's made a few shoes. The overshoe being the, the latest shoe that he's worked on. Um, when we all went under lockdown, uh, Tom Sachs started to release something called ISRU, which is In Situation Resource Utilization. And what that talks about is using what's around us to, to get things done and, and to take action. So um, he's been holding office hours and people have been coming into his office hours and they've been asking an artic, artist, a prolific, you know, world-class artist like Tom Sachs. And they've asked him the same questions. What do I do if I don't have that fire, if I don't have that spark and I don't know what to do? And Tom Sachs said, copy me. And what I'll tell our listeners on the Stonecutters podcast is, is to find somebody that you admire and copy them mm-hmm. and create in the same method that they create and do this until you find a better way to do it. And the analogy that I'll give there is that this film that I created, it's shot in a style that Tom and, the, and Van Neistat, who, who works in Tom Sachs' studio, it's, it's shot in the same style that they shoot it. Um, a lot of the graphics and the way that I do things with moving my hands and some of the shots are very much, they, they, it comes from their, their film vision, right? But then mm-hmm. there's other parts of the film where I wanted to do things my way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where I start to take over. So for our listeners that maybe don't want to, they want to do something, but they don't know where to start. Find somebody that you admire and copy them. If you love Fela Kuti and you wanted to get into music, go play one of his songs or to learn how to play one of his songs on the piano or on on whatever instrument. If there's an artist, um, let's just say, for example, Modrion, Mm -hmm. and you see one of his artworks and you want to paint something like that, paint that. You know, find something that inspires you and copy it the best way that you know how. And Mm -hmm. because it won't be a one-to-one, it can't be an exact replica because you made it, right? And because you made it, whatever it is, a song, a film, a joke, you know, an Instagram post, a photo, any one of these things, because you've touched it, it's yours, right? Wow. So Mm -hmm. you've created something there. Um, Yeah. Yes, you, you see how I put you in the hot seat tonight. <laughs> Stonecutters Podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, 
Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, our Stonecutters Podcasts are also available on YouTube. Just type in Stonecutters Podcast. Uh, if you'd like, you can send us questions, comments, suggestions to stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also download our podcast on stonecutterspodcast.com. Stonecutterspodcast.com is also your resource for all things Aaron and Will. Uh, this week, you'll be able to find a link to Will's shared experience, and you'll also be able to find a link to the 100 Days film. Will, you yeah. were saying. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'll I put you on the hot seat tonight. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I, sometimes I think about, you know, our listeners and during this time, you got so many people are, they, they want to do things, but they can't find the fire. And I think the way you broke that down was amazing to, and I never looked at it that way uh, to copy somebody you admire because you can actually pull from the energy and it, it forces you to get up and do something. It forces you to think about something, okay? And then it becomes your own as you're doing it. So I just, I thought that was clever. So next time, you know, if my fire is running dim, I need to copy somebody. Absolutely. Uh, if you look at the history of any prolific artist in any field, any realm, film, TV, music, dance, uh, acting, writing, every artist is influenced by someone else, which mm -hmm. means that they're, they're, they were always trying to be like somebody else before they were trying to be like themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, Hemingway was reading this guy before he was Hemingway. You wow. Know, um, the, let's just think Basquiat, you know, Basquiat mm -hmm. was looking in uh, the Grey's Anatomy, the, the book of the human body. And he was looking at the forms in there and he was copying those when he was making his drawings. And that's where he was pulling his, his source material from. So everybody that we admire right now, every artist that we admire right now is going to tell you that they were trying to, Prince was trying to be like MJ, uh, you know, um, mm -hmm. MJ, MJ was trying to be like this guy. Uh, Diana Ross was trying to be like this person. Smokey Robinson mm -hmm. was trying to be like somebody else. So when you get started, it's okay to, to, to model yourself in the image of somebody that you admire, you know, mm -hmm. like for you, I think in the early days, because you share the same name as Will, you know, the comparisons are there, right? Mm -hmm. And and there's so many things that are ad admirable about Will Smith that you, mm -hmm. you, want, you want to have those same traits and you want to copy those same traits, mm -hmm. right? Even outside mm -hmm. of the creative realm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for him to, you know, one by thing about Will Smith, he's, he's, he's naturally charismatic. And if you look at any superstar or movie star, they have charisma. If you, if you don't have charisma, you won't be a superstar. That's one of the key ingredients that makes a person a movie star. The charisma makes you likable around the world. So I noticed that early on. Okay, what does Denzel, Will Smith, how do these people have this, this charisma about them and that it's authentic and not fake? So yeah, I can definitely identify with that. And for people that are fearful of taking action and taking the first step or not knowing how to take the first step, the easiest step to do is to mimic, 
is to is to is to find somebody that has those traits that has those skills and to copy them or to or to write them down and to document them in such a way and to learn from how they got to that point you know how why is will so charismatic okay Mr. Catlett does the research and he finds out, well, he was on the set. He learned from this person and he did this movie and he learned this thing from this person. So now what if you have somebody that says, nah, man, I'm me, man. I'm original. I don't need nobody to look at. I got to find this inspiration from within. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I would tell that person, I would, I would probably give them a will line and I would say they need to, either meditate or pray on it and then mm -hmm. let, let their spirit mm -hmm. speak to them and tell them what they need to do mm -hmm. for, for everyone else. We will take inspiration from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's no, there's, there's no problem with somebody wanting to be themselves, but for you to want to be yourself, will you know that you have to have, the utmost confidence and understanding of who you are mm -hmm. and who, what your identity is and what you stand for and what your values are, what your morals are. I want to do me and I want to be me. That means that you have full awareness of who you are. And in that case, people that, that are complete, that are fully aware that, that have these, these different traits and everything, they don't need much help with, with act, with taking action for mm -hmm. real, for real. Mm -hmm. Because they, they, they already know themselves. They've already done the, the dissection of themselves to know what makes them tick, what doesn't make them tick. You know, they already know what inspires them. They already know how to get inspired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. So it kind of breaks it down for you to identify where you're at. You might be in a phase right now of saying, okay, I need to look to copy and to mimic to give me the, the energy I need, the inspiration I need so that I can move to the next step. Someone that's already passed that step, you know, that it may be a book for them or it may be something that generates already inside of them and say, okay, boom, let's do this. Like me with the shared experience, the idea came from my wife. You should do this. And I'm like, I ain't trying to do all that. But I felt the resistance. And when I felt the resistance, I was like, ah, this is something I'm supposed to do. And then it just rolled off. But it's things that you do. I'll never forget when you told me when we first interviewed you before you went to Nike, when you said the way that I design shoes, and I'm paraphrasing, the way that I design shoes should make a person take a picture better. And I was like, I didn't think about that, you know, cause you were taking the shoes apart and everything and how you was breaking that down. I was like, you can pull inspiration from any place. If you quiet yourself and just look, I know, there's times when I'm, when I'm acting that I'm on a set and I'm pulling my lines and how I feel from things that are just around me that nobody knows. I may look like in my world when I'm on a set, especially if I'm going to say if I'm playing uh, La La, you know, there may be a wine bottle on the shelf and the way that it's positioned I'll look at it and I'll mimic the wine bottle and it'll give me a whole nother thing to go into, you know? So I look at stuff like that and I pull the inspiration from different places. I can look at an art piece and pull a different color. I can look at you right now and say, man, I can pull something from your shirt and your glasses 
or the way your, your hair is up in the air. So it's just being a, a, aware of your surroundings and not getting stuck in the fact, uh, or like a writer will be stuck and say, I got writer's block. No, find the inspiration, choose to push through, just like you was doing the 100 days. You had to push through each thing. You had to find a way to solve a problem and just keep pushing through, pushing through, pushing through, pushing through, because when you hit that wall and you take a moment to think about it, instead of just running back into the wall, okay, how do I get around this wall? Is there, is there another way? Is it a secret door to the wall? Just to look beyond what you're seeing with your natural eye. Yeah. Um, from what we were just talking about, as an example, to give people context, mm -hmm. Tom Sachs is an artist. He paints. He makes sculpture. He makes film, right? He makes zines. He makes shoes. He, he works and makes product and everything like that. And out of all of these things, I didn't want to mimic the way that he paints. I didn't mm -hmm. want to mimic the way that he does sculpture. Mm -hmm. I looked at the way that films were put together. And this is a good, this is, a, this, you know, like if, if somebody wants to focus in on just one particular aspect, right? Mm -hmm. So you focus in on films. So then mm -hmm. when I start making the film, I start finding more things that interest me. And then you're, 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 um, you get drawn towards those things. So you're stuck. You don't know what to do. You copy somebody. You find somebody to copy. So I copy Tom Sachs. Mm -hmm. And then I look at everything that Tom Sachs has and I say, what do I want to copy? Look at the way the films are. I like the way that these films are shot. I don't really have a vision for how I want to shoot this. So let me just try to, 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 to take this vision from as much as I can and, and, and also sprinkle a little bit of, of what I want on it. And as I do that, I start to figure out that I like it. And, they, and then before you know it, you're rolling. Because mm -hmm. right? you, mm -hmm. you, it took you a little bit to get, to get on something. You're like, okay. And then, you're, and then you get to a certain spot and you're like, oh, wow, I really like this. And it takes that self-reflection to figure that out, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... I'm picking up what you putting down, good brother. All right, Stone Cutters, <laughs> Stone Cutters podcast, Aaron mm -hmm. Hankins, Will Catlett. So, um, Will, we've been doing the Zoom calls for damn since January, mm -hmm. and um, they've been working out really successful. And I wanted to ask you: Do you think we're ready to interview some guests on the road to LeBron? Ooh. I like the way you put that. Definitely. I think it's time, you know, um, before you even said that, I was sitting here listening to you speak and I was thinking about how far we've come from the very first time we started to now. And I know when people go back and listen to the first episode all the way into now, it's about consistency and keep moving forward. So I think that's the next step for us. I think we're in that next phase. You know, I think we should definitely uh, bring on a guest while we got the, the Zoom. You know, we can put this on YouTube and we can actually see the person. And uh, it's going to be awesome. The question is who the guest shall be on the road to LeBron James? <laughs> so um, what we were talking about as a vision is that we want to share and highlight people that are taking action, mm -hmm. uh, people that are continuing to take action and, you know, 
in, hopefully the people that we interview will inspire other people to take action. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, did, was there anybody off the top of your head, somebody who, when you think of action, when you think of, you know, somebody who's consistently doing it, when you think of somebody who's creative, is there anybody that, that stands out in your mind that you would want to bring on the show? Hmm. Um, well, you talked about Basquiat and Tom Sachs, and they both are artists. And it made me think of my, my homeboy, Antoine Washington, who's an artist. And he had this thing, too, of chasing Basquiat. So I think it would be only right to bring him on, you know, a young up-and-coming artist who is killing the scenes. He got a bunch of murals in Cleveland. And I went to college with, and just to see his journey and his wealth of knowledge and all the things that he has gathered up to this point, I'm, I'm interested to, for you to ask him questions. I'm interested to get him on here to see, okay, man, how, do you, how are you doing it? What keeps you going? What are some things that we don't talk about on the phone uh, that you want to share with the podcast? So as in, in the mode of artistry, why not? Okay. If it's cool with you, we should bring them on. Absolutely. If it's cool with the Stonecutter Podcast <laughs> listeners, we should bring them on. <laughs> yes. So we'll uh, have Antoine on the next episode of Stonecutter's Podcast. Now, Will, we've been spending a lot of time talking about 100 Days, and mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to make sure that we gave your accomplishments, you know, enough, mm-hmm. enough, enough limelight. So... For those of you, for those people that are listening to Stonecutters podcast that may not know what the shared experience is, can you just explain it a little bit? You know, what it is. What what did, what did you hope to accomplish by by putting it together? Well, the shared experience is is where I break down what took me from the web to the big screen, and I shot this whole thing during the quarantine because I had to and. It's basically for, it's not just for actors, it's for artists who need this element to them to break into the next level. So we dropped on a soft release on Saturday and then we dropped a full release on on Sunday, which was amazing because I got a chance to talk to a lot of guys who were willing to uh, help me get it out to the world because I want to get this message out to the world because it's so it's so vital during this time when you see the class or the shared experience as I call it. And the feedback that I've been getting back from people saying, oh man, it was life changing. This is what I needed. Your words uh, gave me air. It's causing me to, to, to move again. You know, some people were saying that, you know, I put my dream down, now I'm gonna pick it back up. And so, it was just like, wow, like so many different comments, so many different reposts. And the class is still up on willcatler.com where you can go. And then we were going back and forth because I wanted to make it affordable for people to get to where, I'm, where, I, where I've been and where I'm going and to tap into what I'm doing. And that worked out perfectly, too, because so many people was like, hey, you know, this is a, it's, a, it's, it's way more than what I would expect for the price. And I love that because people are sharing. They're telling different people about it. You got to take this class. You got to take this class. You got to take this class. And you find out that acting in in life is simple. 
if you get the point of it, it will open you up to everything that you want to do. And the reason why I'm coding it right here, because you have to take the shared experience. And you know, Aaron, when I was looking back at it, what did Kendrick Lamar's thing end up in? Like the Library of Congress or something like that? Yes. I, I, you know, I was like, man, this is such a beautiful moment when I was sitting back and looking at it. And I was like, this belongs in a Library of Congress. This belongs in a museum. This is one of the things you go to and you walk in the museum and you sit down for an hour and you walked in and you leave differently. It's kind of like how Ryan Coogler is one of my favorite uh, directors who I want to work with, you know, down the road. Who you, will, who you will work with. Exactly. Thank you, brother. Who I will work with and I am going to work with down the road. Thank you, brother. Because when I watch his films, you go in one way and you leave out another way. And I feel like this had the same elements, man. So I'm super excited uh, to continue to get it out to the world. And it's taking its theme on its own, which is nice. And I didn't want it to be silly, like I'm trying to sell you something. It's like jump in here, get in the shared experience, tie into what, what Will has going on so that you can be blessed and mimic and copy so that you can do your thing the way you only can do it. Nice. So, Will, the, the big question, when, when people find out that you've completed something, mm-hmm. right, they, they, they skip a critical step and they jump straight to what's next, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the critical step that, w- that we're missing is, did you get an opportunity to be present in the completion were you able to celebrate it were you able to enjoy it before thinking about what the next thing was yeah 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 yeah, for sure because when you dropped your 100 days i was over my boy's crib and we was all eating in celebration of life and celebration of completing something and so many people asking me when is the next one coming out and i know mm-hmm. what i want to talk about i do but I'm waiting on that spirit to come over me because it's important to give the people what they need at the time that they need it. If you give a steak to a baby too early, you'll destroy the baby. So as I'm getting the feedback from different people and, and looking at the comments and you and I are getting ready to do, you know, a little live Q&A. We ain't going to spoil it for people, but on Friday, for our Stonecutters podcast who listen faithfully, make sure you tune in at one because me and Aaron and the Stonecutters of the world are giving something dope, okay? So with that being said, you want to make sure that you give what the people need at the right time. So right now, I'm just taking inventory. And I'm saying, okay, ooh, are they ready for this? Are they ready for that? Am I ready for this? Am I ready for that? Because I'm learning at the same time that I'm giving it. So what I love about teaching and sharing is that it can't come through you without you learning it first. So as it's coming through me, I'm learning too. So I'm just excited, man. I'm excited for when someone hits me up and say, oh, I booked my first job. And I practice what you were saying and boom. So I'm excited about that, man. I think what we're doing is we're doing humanitarian work, man. And I was excited to, to get it, the shared experience and 
English, subtitles, French, subtitles, Spanish, subtitles. I'm already thinking. See, when you say, Will, you're a movie star, you got to think about the world. So I'm not there yet physically, but I am there mentally. It's a Stonecutters podcast.